Hello, folks, and welcome to e-commerce QA. This is the podcast where store owners, directors of e-commerce, and e-commerce managers can stay up to date on the latest tools and technologies in e-commerce. I'll be joined on the show by my colleague and partner in crime, Dylan Holst. Our goal is to handle one or two questions per episode. You can check us out on the web at ecommerceqa.tv. There you'll be able to get in touch, ask us questions, and just generally participate. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is Dylan Holst, and I'm joined here today, as usual, by Michael Bauer. Michael, how are you? I'm well. Thanks, Dylan. Awesome. Well, folks, today we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit tricky to do, but it's really important that, you know, for any e-commerce store, any e-commerce website, that you do it right. And that's sending out customer lifecycle emails. That's right. Customer lifecycle What do we mean by that? Well, imagine that you have a relationship with your customer, which is what you want to have, right? The main lifeblood of this relationship, it's kind of a long distance relationship, is going to be the communication that you have with this customer via email. And to me, this is almost funny because email has been with us for how long, right? And we're still using it. Mm. Turns out email is one of the best ways that you can increase your revenue, increase your conversions, is the correct usage of email. But that, that's the important word there, right? It's the correct usage of email. So, Michael, talk to us a little bit about what is a good email you know, campaign look like if you're trying to engage your customer base, if you're trying to retain your customer base and you know, give them something that's useful and interesting to them. Absolutely. Well, I think the best way for me to express this would be to talk, turn it on its head and talk about what it's not like. So think about the emails that you get sent every day. And yes, you think they're spam and you hit delete, 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 or maybe even go to the trouble to unsubscribe to make sure they never come again. Now, those emails, we recognize them. And usually in my mind, there's three categories of those. Number one, they're not relevant. Maybe they were at one point, but you're just not interested in them anymore. Maybe it was about, you know, some kitchen supply store that you were thinking of buying a spatula from at one point and you have a spatula now and you're fine. You don't really need to hear about their stoves or something. Mm. You know, or maybe it's just that it, it was never relevant in the first place and you just didn't really, maybe you didn't even mean to subscribe. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about email where it's very specifically targeted to be helpful to the customer. And the way that it's doing that is not by just blasting every single customer the same thing at the same time, but by providing every single customer uh email in, in, in such a way that reflects the status of the relationship. Okay, so talk to us a little bit about that. When you say the status of the relationship, what are you referring to? So what I mean by the status of the relationship is uh, where is the customer in relation to you over time, right? You have someone who has come to your site and they're kind of poking around and they haven't made a purchase. That is a prospect. You have someone who's made a purchase. That's a paying customer. You have someone that doesn't come back and purchase anymore. That's someone that maybe they've lost interest. Maybe they don't need what you have anymore. Maybe you could win them back. Uh, and then ideally what we have is the customer that comes and they purchase again and again and again, and they refer. Um, so think of it like this. You have a funnel at the top and customers are coming in that funnel. And then they're going through a circular process whereby they find out about your products and services. They purchase something. Uh, time goes by and they indicate that they're happy with it. And then they come back or drive more business to your site by referring to uh, you to other people. So what you're referring to is, yeah, you're incentivizing people to revisit the website. Um, you know, you're giving them reasons to come back, essentially. Exactly. So most people 
know about the basics, which is, you know, transactional emails, the order email and the welcome to your new account email and the, okay, well, your shipment has gone out email. Yeah, those are basic. We also know about the email newsletter, you know, which you quote unquote should be sending your customers email newsletters all the time. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. What we're talking about is something that uh, relates to where the customer's at, not where you, you as the store are at. It's customer centric. A good example of this would be the classic abandoned cart email. So the abandoned cart email is the email that we're all familiar with that you get after you almost placed a purchase, but you didn't. So maybe you got distracted by your cat or you had to go take a phone call or you just got cold feet for some other reason. This is where a lot of people leave off is sending that, oh, hey, you had something in your cart. Do you want to buy it? We can go beyond that. So Dylan, take us on a little tour. What can we do beyond simply abandoned carts for customer lifecycle? Well, we can put things in the emails that actually make sense and, um, you know, connect the customer to the website. Okay. And by that, I mean, you can include discounts on items that they might be interested in based on what they've already purchased. Mm -hmm. You can include uh, different means of connecting the customer to either your social media or maybe some sort of a customer activity that you have going on at that time. You just got to find ways of integrating what you're doing on your site to what your customer would be interested in. Love it. So there are platforms galore for sending emails. And uh, my favorite one for doing customer lifecycle email is called Castora. The problem with Castora is they only want to talk to you if you're if you have uh, 200,000 or more paying customers in your email list. <laughs> and <laughs> It's hard to get there. So let's start a little bit south from there and talk about how to do this um, in a, more of a guerrilla way, guerrilla marketing. So um, I'm going to assume that you have your transactional email sending reliably. Obviously, if I make a purchase on your store, I want to receive an order notification email. And once that ships out, I should receive a shipment notification. I'm going to assume that you're already doing something with your newsletter. Maybe you're sending something out once a week, once a month. Maybe you're even sending out a uh, you know, email course allowing me to sign up for something here and there uh, about a particular product or product family or category or service that you offer and letting me receive email content over a series of days. Uh, so we've covered transactional email, marketing email, and drip email. Now, we can use these same tools to send out customer lifecycle email, or we can use specialized platforms that are south of Castora. For example, Windsor Circle. Windsor Circle is a platform that allows you to send retention-oriented emails to your customers. So they basically suck in your product information, your order information, your customer information into their platform, and then they figure out, based on their proprietary analytics um, and algorithms, what you can do to win back a customer, what type of email campaign you could put out at just the right point, and they, they calculate this. So that would be an example of a platform that you could just drop in, and it would hopefully start helping with this. Another example, Dylan, you were talking about um, sending an email to a customer that has something to do with their... Purchase history. Yeah, purchase history. So there's quite a few ways to do this. This is what you call a personalized email, or you would use like a personalization slash recommendation platform for this. Usually they'll have this built in. There is a way to do this with constant contact, there's also a way to do it with um, a few other platforms. So we'll list some things in the links 
the point is there's not one all-in-one platform for doing customer lifecycle email really, really well at this time that most of our listeners are going to be able to use. So you want to think creatively. Let's take an example. We've got a client that's selling uh, natural supplements, and they were doing everything we just talked about. They've got their transactional emails going out, beautifully designed, well-worded. Sounds like somebody just wrote you the most wonderful email. They have their uh, email newsletter that comes out. It's got lots of great recipes and ideas and this and that and the other. They've got their educational emails that are going out. Once you go to a particular page of their site and you want to learn more, you have the opportunity to sign up and learn more in this little email course. It's great. Now, this customer decided that they were going to try to expand on the idea of a recurring program. And this is recurring revenue is a big thing. Everybody wants to do it. Well, the way they're doing it is they're offering a program whereby you get an auto ship of their product every month, every two months or whatever it is going to be. They found out is that the customers are reluctant to sign up for something that they're just giving their credit card number. It's going to be auto build. So they want to give them that opportunity, but they also want to make sure that customers who are reluctant to do that will be able to still be part of the program. Um, so they contracted us to build a scenario whereby when the order is placed for this special program, it goes into their CRM and it says, hey, this customer is part of the program. And then after a certain number of days elapses, I think it's 30 days, an email is sent out to the customer, assuming they haven't ordered again, to say, oh, hey, wanted to remind you that you probably want to purchase this product again because it's a supplement. You are going to actually need to buy it after a certain amount of time or you won't get the benefit from it. Um, and if they don't respond to that one, then they get an email after 45 days. In this example, we had to integrate their CRM with MailChimp and their website, so it was a little bit complicated. So we're looking for ways to simplify this process for them. I think the key here is that whatever you decide to do with your customer's email, pretend that they're a friend. You know, pretend that you're keeping in touch with a friend. You touch in with a friend, right? It's fine to do that, and customers are okay with that. Uh, but you're also respectful. You know, you're not constantly spamming your friends. You email them every so often, and maybe you get into an intense discussion, and that would be obviously where your CSRs are going to be talking to your customers. But more likely, you're just going to be touching in here and there. Hey, happy birthday. Here's a couple of products that, that we thought you might enjoy. So, Dylan, those are some examples of customer lifecycle emails that work in the best of cases when the customer is happy. They, we're assuming they want to read about our emails, want to hear about what we're offering them. Michael, let's finish by talking a little bit about what we should do if we feel like, you know, we've lost a customer. There's always going to be a segment of the people that we're sending our emails out to where they're not opening the emails. Uh, we don't see any kind of positive response. What are some things that we can do to potentially bring those customers back? So I think the key here is to, you're going to have to actually write some emails yourself and craft them, figure out a way that people will respond to a manually written email mm. and then use that and apply that into your automated scenario. So for example, let's say somebody was buying and then they just stopped buying. Well, you want to have something in your CRM that lets you know, hey, this is no longer an active customer. And then at that point, your customer service representative would want to be instructed to write that customer a specific email from a um, stance of, hey, we just wanted to check in with you. Is everything okay? Is there anything we could do? Here's a discount code for your next purchase. And 
take it that kind of a way. Or even, you know, depending on your market, you can sometimes be a little bit bolder and be like, hey, where's the love? Um, or Jane, we noticed that you haven't been purchasing recently. Mm. We want to make sure that it wasn't something we said. Sure. <laughs> Taking yeah. that kind of self-deprecatory tone will go a long way towards winning customers back. And then once you find something that seems to work well, customers respond well too, then you can just put that into your automated system live. So Michael, if you were to break this whole concept down, the whole concept of customer lifecycle emails into a three-step process, what would that look like? The first process would be to make sure that your voice is correct. So make sure that you have practiced emailing your customers, that you know that whatever you're putting in your emails is going to make sense to them. It's not going to be out of the blue. The second step is to apply those into your email templates and to make sure that they look good. I think you want to aim for a email that has your own name at the bottom. You don't want to be like from sales at whatever it is dot com. You want you want this to be from a person at your company. You could even do the the little sent from my iPhone trick if you really want to be uh, sneaky. But all those things will help the customer feel like this is a real email because it is. It's just being sent out on an automated way. And the third step would be to plug those into your system of choice. Right now, I'm using a system called Drip, getdrip.com, and it allows me to send out an email to a customer based on certain rules that I define in the back end, like if the customer hasn't done this action for this much time, or customer's anniversary has come around, or whatever. So we'll be providing some some links in the show notes to different platforms that you can use, but those three steps should be helpful. Uh, make sure your voice is right, craft up your emails, and then plug them into your customer lifecycle platform. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, Michael and I will be here again next week, as always, for another episode of e-commerce Q&A. If you're interested in any of the different apps or platforms that Michael referenced during the show, those will all be in the show notes. So please check those out as well. Have a great week, folks. Thanks, folks. Keep selling. Bye.